All right, have to do this again, second run. Ah, man, this is getting difficult. I'm actually currently on the way to work. I'm pretty much around the corner from work, but I had made sure that I came early, earlier as usual to be able to do at least 15 minutes. And um, this episode will probably be broken down into parts, but I don't think you guys will notice because I'm able to pause and get back to recording right after. So that's a good thing. This is Jersey Judah. This is the Red Pill Party Podcast. This will be a serious episode. That is right. Every once in a while, I can get serious. Excuse me. I can get serious every once in a while. And I think this will be a very serious episode involving energy. And I feel that we have a energy crisis. Okay? We have a energy crisis. And what is this energy crisis, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. It's not the energy of electricity. It's not the energy of, um, you know, the energy that people think. It's inner energy. It's yourself and the power that you possess. We possess a, a frequency. Good people tend to have a high frequency level. They're able to motivate us. In a lot of ways, they're even able to lecture us and mentor us because they know something that we do not know. And in fact, they take the time and effort to know more about that. And then, of course, in this world, it's mostly a low energy, a low frequency. And this low frequency that we're talking about is a very dangerous frequency and I'm waiting to pull up at the school which I'm about to I've already pulled up in there pull up in this parking lot here my little custom parking lot alright and I'm going to go through something and I was going to talk about energy to begin with but I came across a book that I have read in the past and um it's an excellent book. And I want to make sure I have the name properly because it is a book. And I did not bring. Oh, that's great. Did I? Yeah, I did. I had to reach for my other phone here. I tend to use both phones for both different purposes. And it is called Outwitting the Devil The Secrets to Freedom and Success. By Napoleon Hill. Um, I strongly urge people to check this book out. Whether you believe in the devil or not. Whether you believe in the devil or not. And this book pretty much illustrates that the devil are in essence the dark energy. Consumes the people who do not believe him. It's easy. To get those people who do not believe them. The people who do believe them, it's a little bit difficult. But it has everything to do with energy. And it's stated that the devil is just a negative force of energy. Anything negative that you can do, there's a good chance that the devil, the deceiver. Because remember, the devil means deceiver. 
he'll put something in your path that seems good and for most people who only see things for face value they'll think it's good but as they say everything that glitters ain't gold and the positive energy which happens to be the most high Yahshua Yahweh, Allah, the king of all kings, whatever you want to call this positive force, this positive force is the one that motivates us. This positive force is the one that guides us in a lot of ways. And it's a battle on this earth between good and evil. And it's not good and evil as in necessarily angels and demons as people may think or at least it's just my outlook i do believe in that there is a form of that but i don't think it is the way that people think i don't believe that these devils and these or these demons and angels have faces but they have spirits some of the negative spirits aka alcohol because you got to remember alcohol is considered a spirit i drink alcohol but do I partake in too much drink of alcohol? No. But everybody's different. But that is one of the ways that the devil gets people into habits. They give them so much stress and so many obstacles that their need to um, numb their pain and numb their situation comes alcohol and drugs. And they become so wrapped up in this idea that they can stop all of their problems with alcohol and drugs that they become addicts. And these habits continue to build, builds, builds, builds to a point where you become your own worst enemy. You become essentially your own worst enemy. You don't necessarily want to that wasn't your intentions. Hey, your intentions was, you know, just to relieve some stress, right? Your intentions was just to relieve some stress. You've had a hard day at work, so you go home and you drink a couple beers, right? Then you have an even more stressful day at work, so you go home and drink a little bit more. Then, if you allow that stress to literally dictate your life, you will go into harder forms of alcohol. Oh, well, you're a beer guy this week, but then something bad happened at work. So, you know, next week, you jump into drinking vodka, you jump into drinking bourbon and scotch. And there's nothing wrong with these things, in my opinion. I only drink beer, but for people who, who drink heavier and they're able to control their habits then by all means do it but the energy that you bring into something can be very positive or very negative and it depends what you put that energy into this is something a little off but I feel that it's necessary to bring up there have been a lot of dead hip hop artists or as a lot of people will say rappers there's been a lot of dead rappers, rappers who have met their demise in the streets. And this has become a normal thing. And the reason why it's become normal, because their content 
and the energy that they put into their art is all dark. So if you put nothing but dark energy into something, that will come back to haunt you in the future. Even if it's not death, if you're talk if you're making music about killings, shootings, stabbings, piping, beating people up, uh, selling drugs, and later on in life you come to a realization that all those things don't work out, you will still have to face the criticism of what you've talked about in the past. The reason why I've been on the same path, even without doing podcasts, even without interacting on Facebook like I used to, I still kept the same energy. My energy may have shifted into different topics, but it's always been focused on something that I want. Something that I feel will be beneficial. There's been people who've I've came across and they listen to my podcast and they claim to like my podcast, but they always try to change the format. Well, maybe you should reach a higher platform. You'll reach more people. And I simply tell these people that my message isn't for everybody. There would only be a certain few who can resonate with this and can actually understand. Not everybody has that spiritual level within them. That's just the truth. And you really can't... You can't teach spirituality. You can only tell people about it. And so this, in a sense, is like a lecture. Except I'm not belittling people who don't believe. I'm just letting you know that I believe. And why I believe. And energy has everything to do with it. The energy crisis that we have is panic and fear. That pretty much disrupts our energy it disrupts our spirits it disrupts our mind first but once it goes beyond the mind it turns into actions of fear panic and what makes it interesting is that there's a point where the most dangerous place sometimes that you can be is in your own thoughts and people can take that in two different ways. It's like a double-edged sword. Well, if you're in your own thoughts and you're a very critical thinker, which is never always the case, you can critically think about... You can you can have inner thoughts about the dumbest shit. And that dumbest thing or that small amount of stress or that small amount of misfortune can affect your entire life if you allow it. But on a positive note, critical thinking you can think about prosperity you can think about peace and you can go and live that life of peace and prosperity and what you will get in return is such the energy that you give will be the energy that you give back or the energy that you get back I've always been realistic in that sense where if somebody is is giving me negative energy it's not that I'm going to react in a negative way. I'll just be neutral. So there's this low-level energy, this low-level force of energy, which is the devil. Right? Bezelbub, Bezelbub, um, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call it. It's a negative dark force. And then you have the positive force of the Most High. 
And I believe that we dwell within the medium in a sense that there's black and white and we are just the gray. We have all of the capabilities of going positive in the same way that we have the capabilities of going negative. And if you choose the negative over positive, it's going to be easy to stay negative. This is how the world works. If you decide to go positive, you may have more obstacles than you have with just being neutral. But not to use the Bible as like a weapon, but they always say you can never serve two masters. Some people believe that they are the masters of their own destiny. Some people feel that they are their own God, but they can't resurrect themselves. They can't they can't reincarnate themselves. And it's always interesting to note that the people who have this ability are this idea that they can accomplish things on their own. They don't need any higher power. They don't need anything. And there's some people who can. But these aren't necessarily high level or high energy people. These are just low energy people who are able to have a low frequency in success. Like I said, these are these rappers made hundreds and thousands of dollars off of negativity and violence and they just expected things to just go well. They'll just continue to count money. But that negative and demonic energy that you put into that music affects the listeners. The youth rallies off of their music. The youth rallies off of their music. They cause violence off of their music. So all of that violence that's being brought into these records these powerful records that reach millions of people it begins to brainwash and manipulate them in a lot of cases I'm a fan of music but I understand that music is also a form of mind control it is actually no different than your television set in fact they use music and jingles for a lot of commercials it's catchy it gets people hooked it gets people remembering the product and where it comes from which in some cases on a marketing level that's not completely it's not sinister it's not really nefarious but if you take negative energy and you popularize it look at black culture for example black culture is based on trauma and big shout out to Vince Staples Vince Staples is a rapper and he made this point so I'm kind of piggybacking off I wouldn't be able to say this and, 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 and psych myself and believe I came up with it, but it makes sense, right? Our culture of black entertainment is based off trauma. It's not based off a show where black people just get together, have a good time, and there's no fighting, no bullshitting, right? There's always, and we do it to ourselves because that is a lot of our environment. And even if it's not our environment inside of the house, it becomes the environment outside and within the environment that we're in. That's why, in a lot of ways, it's important to stay close to tight-knit family members. Because their energy resonates with your energy because you're of them. You're not of the world, but you're of them who are a part of the world. If, and this is a lot of outcasts, a lot of rebels, they have this... They have this belief that they don't need family. 
they just need themselves. They're all they have. And in a lot of cases, with that Darwinistic mindset, it is kind of true. Because you can have all the family in the world. But some of the things that you have to tackle in life, you will have to tackle it by yourself. Gaining truth and knowledge is an example. A lot of people don't want the truth. A lot of people just want to be told what is true and what is false, and they'll just live by that. People like me test it when it comes to that. I do my own research. Hours of research. Um, reading or listening to audiobooks dealing with these subjects. And I've said this the first time when I tried to record this, but people like me are the enemy to most of society. By default, I don't want to be the enemy. I just want to do what I do, believe what I believe, and really look up and try to obtain as much knowledge on earth as possible. And I don't want to use it in a negative way because there's people who have the knowledge of this world and they use it in very negative ways because they're of that lower level of energy. They're in the basement with the energy if I can use this analogy and I'm like on the first floor and I'm climbing the stairs to the second floor and when you do this you lose people you lose people you physically lose people you emotionally lose people you mentally and psychologically lose people because a lot of these people aren't used to this level of thinking when you're talking about energy and you're talking about spirits, you lose a lot of people because a lot of people simply don't believe it. And the funny thing about it is a lot of these people will call themselves Christians and will call themselves religious. And will put themselves in these religious gangs that outcast and expose or try to expose anybody who doesn't have their beliefs. This is why religion has become corrupted in our country. And religion itself has become corrupted around the world. Rather than come together and have a understanding on a belief of a higher power, most of us will partake in name-calling and bashing other religions and people. This country is a great example. This country is supposed to be, or is considered to be, a Christian country. We say, God bless America, but what God are these higher-ups talking about? Because remember, God is only a title. Now, there may be one ruler... by the title of God, but that's not the name. That is a title. Right? It gets even deeper than that, but I don't even want to go that deep because then we'll be going into quote-unquote conspiracy theories. Right? People love to throw that out there. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. They love to insult you with that, as if that's an insult. As if that's an insult to want to know about what's really happening. Yeah, when you're looking for the truth, you'll find a lot of lies sort of covered up in truth. It's what the media does. And as I spoke on before, with low-level energy, the way to get a person down of energy is by putting them in fear. Putting them in constant panic. Putting people in constant panic is something that 
the mainstream media and television in a lot of cases do the best. And since most people who do nothing usually watch television, they become cogs in this machine of propaganda. And propaganda is the biggest tool of destroying a country. Look at Nazi Germany. Look at Vlad the Impaler in Russia. Um, look at Mussolini in Italy. It usually takes one power. And as crazy as that sound, it takes, in the same way that it takes one negative force to create and spark a movement, it takes one positive force. And to be a force of positive energy or a force of high energy, then I feel that it's, it, it can promote the same effect because I've talked about this earlier it's in a sense the positive forces and the negative forces are like magnets they're both equal they're different but they're both equal so they don't go together in this world it is the yin and the yang it is the good forces the positive forces and it's the bad forces, the negative forces. And without either one, it won't really be a realistic society. A lot of us need, a lot of us need um, moments of negativity to understand what positive energy is. We need to go through the bad times to motivate us in searches of good times. We need to have bad relationships and in this case, this is where I separate. We need to have bad relationships to realize that we're in a day and age where the traditional relationship is dead. Now, should you give up? No. But everybody is different. Everything is everything ain't for everybody. Okay? So I'm at about 22-minute mark. So I'm going to take this little break, a.k.a. go to work, right? <laughs> take this little break, go to work, get shit done during my break I will finish this off alright man what is good everybody Jersey Judah um, on break sort of at the job most of what I need to be done is finished at the job I started um, an episode about energy, and I want to finish the episode about energy. I think I got cut off last time, but I was pretty much at the point, I was speaking about rappers, and I'm going to be mentioning hip-hop a lot when it comes to energy, because there's a lot to say about energy and hip-hop. Hip-hop today is very popular. It is, it is such, it has such popularity that in all honesty, um, more white people listen to hip hop than black folks. I mean, for the most part, that's kind of what it is. The rock and roll scene is still there and there's still an amount of energy there. Of course, we talk about heavy metal, you know, the dark energy, the symbolism that's used to promote the dark energy. Whether it's the pentagram, a lot of bands use the Balfamet as logos. And hip-hop has now became that. 
hip hop has now became that source of dark energy. And when we talk about these rappers who've passed, these rappers promoted the negative, dark force of energy. And they've met their demise because of that. And this isn't really an argument. I mean, I can go back and forth with people who listen to today's hip-hop. I listen to today's hip-hop by just default. If I'm driving, I want to listen to something on the radio, I listen to it. There's a lot of underground artists that I like, a lot of underground artists that I support. But for the most part, when it comes to hip-hop music today, the energy isn't balanced. You see, in like the 90s, the energy was balanced where, okay, people said, well, we got NWA, all this gangster shit. But then on the other end, you had a public enemy or beforehand you had a tribe called Quest or you you pretty much had a balance. You had positive music, music that spread positivity. Then you have a lot of negative music within that one genre. But today, hip-hop's became sub-genres of just negativity. Even if there was a positive message, you would have to circle, and you would have to circulate through all of the bullshit. You would literally have to circulate through all of the other shit, all of the other nonsense that's on the radio. That it's pretty much, the essence of hip-hop is no more. And the reason why I'm, I'm comparing this to energy is because, well, I mentioned this in the first part. Hopefully it didn't get cut out. But music is a form of mind control. Because on the radio, they play the same songs. And the thing about mind control and brainwashing is it's about repetition. If you're told the same thing over and over and over and over again, um, i.e. the news, mainstream media, you will begin to believe such. You will look at the people in those positions and say, well, why would they lie to me? Not really understanding. Let me make sure I have this here. Not really understanding that it's all about ratings. It's all about notoriety. It's about popularity. They go off of ratings. The news channels that claim that they care about informing people, they just want good ratings. So they use their energy and they put their energy into spinning and just sensationalizing news, um, dramatized articles, repetitive speech, repetitive topics, COVID this, COVID that, lockdown this, shutdown that, the economy this, the economy that. And it brings over this dark energy. We have a lack of high frequency within our day-to-day lives. Now, is it all to blame on what we see and what we hear? No, but there has a major part about it. There's a major responsibility, and it's up to us, the people, to pretty much weed through the disinformation, weed through the propaganda, and try to live our lives as normal as possible, although this is what we call the what new normal this is what we would call the new normal being locked down being told what to wear what not to wear 
And if you talk about these situations in public, be ready for the scrutiny. Um, be ready for the backlash. And the backlash will come from places that you wouldn't expect. When I started talking my shit and I really began to understand how society works, I then questioned the world around me. And once you begin to question the world around you, you, in my opinion, you're already on the step to reaching the next level of whether you want to call it consciousness, whether you want to call it um, woke, you know, that word's been oversaturated and watered down due to watered down ass people. They've taken woke and made it a fashion statement right they took this idea of being woke and made it into a fashion statement knowing damn well to really understand what's going on and have that perspective is not popular in today's culture in today's society the energy that we live by is like our life source our positive energy propels us it motivates us at the same time it keeps us humble it always reminds us of where we have been but the low energy is in the same way the low energy can also motivate but in a manipulative fashion being what is called a rebel being what is called the renegade when I talk about relationships I had to take a step back and realize that my life isn't just about relationships my life just isn't about women in fact women are a very low priority in my mind because of all the things that I had been through in the past with women and now that I've reached this point where I'm seeing progress being made true progress true progress is being made I no longer look at women as anything more than a distraction because and I can and I'm going to break this down I'm going to break this down without cussing too much I'm going to break this down as logical as I can all right majority of women do not understand this conversation majority of women do not understand true spirituality majority now there are a good amount but with a worldview or just in this country alone very little within my observation of religion and spirituality which are two different things by the way let me just point that out Spirituality and religion are two different things. Um, women tend to be more religious and men tend to be more spiritual, especially if we're talking about melanated black men, Hispanics. We tend to be more spiritual. Women love titles. Okay? They love the title of being a Christian because it paints them in an innocent light. Oh, I can't do no wrong. I'm a woman of God. 
the men and women of God within the Bible were sinners, okay? Some were, women were prostitutes, right? Um, men were murderers in a lot of cases, thieves. But they lived within that negative low energy until they knew who the Most High was. And then the change began. It wasn't instantaneous change. It wasn't something you walked through. It wasn't you just going to Sunday service and saying, I'm saved. Or saying, I am, I am blessed because I've been dumped. My head has been dumped into a body of water. It is a process. So, I would never feel compatible to a woman through these means of talking, of conversation, with this level of intellect that goes beyond materialism. So, my compatibility with women is almost non-existent because I'm not necessarily into the same bullshit that I was in the past. This doesn't make me a better person. Sure, you can be more enlightened, but you're not better than the next man because you're still a man. You're still an earth figure. You're on earth with everybody else. You can accept that, push forward, or you can simply live in a bubble. And I think in this society, especially today with this energy crisis, we all have our own bubbles. We have our own bubbles when it comes to an individual and when it comes to a group. I've always been an individual. I never partaked in large groups. I never enjoyed being around a lot of people, especially people who I do not know. Because now you have this group of energy, all different types of energy. There's not just high energy and low energy. It's different for a lot of people. A lot of people are used to that low level energy. So they look at that as positivity. And then look at somebody who's optimistic and somebody who has positivity as negative. I used to be that way, but at the same time, it was for good reasons. Because there's a lot of people who bullshit. There's a lot of people who fake positivity. Knowing damn well that their lives are fucked up and they're just not... They feel that if they admit that, they're weak. It's like a drug addict. That drug addict will not help themselves unless they acknowledge what they're doing. That change starts within. You can be motivated by people outside of your energy, but only the people close to your energy will be able to... Um, at least light a spark for change. Um, unfortunately, but then again, also fortunately, I didn't necessarily have that around me. I actually had to isolate myself from negative energy around me because that energy, along with my negative energy, was making me more negative. It was making me more dark. And you sometimes, you feel yourself going deeper and deeper and deeper to that rabbit hole. Sometimes we know when we're going deeper and deeper into that rabbit hole. 
And a lot of times we make it out just in time before we are consumed. We become consumed by negativity. We become consumed by darkness. We become consumed by evil. Pure evil. And it's the people that you at least expect. Energy is very important. I feel that energy is essential to life. Why do the old die? Because they lack energy. Their energy has been worn out throughout the years. When you see a person who dies at age 100 and something and they're walking, you can tell that they've used their energy for good. You can tell because they still have some energy left. There are people who are like 107 who are walking, who drive, and who have drive, who have that, who still have that glimmer of light in them. And these are the important people that sometimes we as youngsters, people who are still young in age and who are getting there, we ignore those people. And those people are the most intelligent people. These are the people who survive without this technology bullshit. These were the people who, instead of what I'm doing, recording on a phone, they were writing in papers. These were very intelligent people, and they were intelligent by their own means. They didn't have to reach out and get the most technological shit to advance. But because we're in this day and age where technology is damn near everything, we have literally shortened our abilities to reach that high energy due to our devices. And I can say that myself, I'm a victim of that. When I come home, like what's gonna happen nine times out of 10. When I come home from work, I'm gonna pretty much go home. Well, I'm gonna get something to eat on the way home, then go home, eat, play video games, and then get ready to go to sleep. Because of my hours, all of my energy, most of my energy, is being productive at the workplace, which isn't a bad thing. Especially if you enjoy what you do. It's not a bad thing. And when the weekend comes, you know, Monday through Friday, grind it out, then the weekend comes, there's a part of me that has to recharge the battery. Right? And there's a lot of different ways to recharge that battery. You may have a couple of friends you kick back with. You shoot the shit. You talk about your work week. You talk about this girl, that girl, um, this job, that job, this show, that show, politics, whatever people talk about as friends, close friends. Or you simply stay home, <laughs> play video games, <laughs> and, you know, that's the way that most people recuperate. I recuperate in both ways. Depending on how I feel, oh, okay, you know. I'll hit this person up, that person. There's usually two or three people that I hit up. I always make sure, by the way, like I said, this this idea, right, of where um, most people are manipulated to believing that if you have a lot of friends, then you'll have a lot of fortune. Or if you have a lot of friends, then you are protected. You're safe. 
And the people who believe it the most are the people who are damaged in the long run. Remember, we're not buried with other people. We are buried alone, right? We are buried by ourselves. We are put into this earth alone. We are taken out of this earth by ourselves. And so all of the friends that you may have, you may have some commonalities. You may have similarities. You may have common things that you do, but do you really have an understanding of one another? Do you have that spiritual connection? Do you, do you resonate with that person's energy? And does that person resonate off of your energy? Or is it some spiritual vampirism where you just suck up their energy or they suck up your energy? Meaning, if you come with positivity and you come with the hopes of prosperity... And then that person always shoots you down like, oh, nigga, you bullshit and get the fuck out of here. You want that preaching shit. You want this and that. That person is not your friend because that person doesn't have a general understanding of you. If that person did have a genuine, genuinely, if they genuinely understood you, then they would know that that's what you're going to talk about. And even if they don't agree with it, they accept it. Because even in groups, we need individuals. People tend to get in this position and I always talk about it where it's a group think like it's a mob mentality where it's like people literally are in the streets with masks sounds familiar uh, pitchforks old school old fashioned right stakes burning people on stakes burning stores down and the one person that sits back and go well why are we doing this what is the end game of this destruction that person will get criticized for speaking logic and in this book when it comes to the interview with the devil um, I would look up the title but I don't know it I don't remember it Um, Napoleon Hill wrote this book this novel and what was explained in there which was very interesting was the ability to think freely that in their belief that if you can think freely and think for yourself it is impossible to be overcome with negativity from others and it resonated with me because this is what I've been doing for the past five years I always evolved I try to not revolve. I try not to go back to the same old bullshit. And if I go back to the same topic, I have a different mind. I have a different mindset and a different opinion about it because I have grown. I have matured in a lot of ways. And with relationships, energy is everything. Or chemistry is everything. So, in the future, if I talk about relationships, I'm going to talk about it in that way. We are disconnected as men and women because of that energy. The shift has begun. The women who used to be compassionate and used to care and used to have desires for relationships has now became the men. Is this a bad thing? Yes and no, in a lot of ways. 
with a man understanding his positive energy, the man understands his positive and negative energy, but he chooses to use his positivity for good. The good guy, not the nice guy, those are two different things. The good guy still has his flaws, but he is not afraid to show his flaws. But the problem with that is the women have shifted and became men in a lot of ways. They carry themselves more masculine. And because they are being something that they really aren't, they have a negative, dark energy. And just to throw this out here, and I always wanted to mention this, and I feel it's the right time to mention it. But have you noticed the culture of Wicca? Have you noticed the culture of black magic, black, white magic? witches, women who have shirts of, uh, who say that they're a witch, and they even have the pentagrams, they have the pendants now, and this is all across the board. I always wanted to mention that because it really reminds you that their negative energy, their negative forces are real. These are women who been around with a lot of men and they promote that there was a time that if you did so as a woman you kept that on the hush hush because that wasn't anything celebrated but because of this quote unquote independent woman stage that we're at where the woman can't do wrong it's her time to have her fun she now embodies the sperm of multiple men and all of the sperm is the energy source the semen is the energy source so now you have all of these women with all of these men inside of them whether they use birth control or they get pregnant and they wonder why they can't find a good man because the good man is trying to better himself the good man would appreciate some attention from a beautiful woman the good man would appreciate a thought-provoking conversation with a beautiful woman. But he knows that in reality, that is something very rare, hard to find. And if you spend your time as a man just searching for that, you will find even more emptiness within it, within yourself. You'll find more emptiness trying to find fulfillment from others. This transformation that I have like partaken in, I knew that it had to start with me. I just wasn't ready to face that reality. I wasn't ready to sacrifice certain things in order to get to the next level. I wasn't able to sacrifice smoking weed in order to really understand the pain and to experience that pain sober, to experience that heartbreak sober. And once I did that, it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. When I sit back and I pretty much think about all of the dumb shit that I've done in the past, it saddens me sometimes, or it used to sadden me. But now it becomes a motivation to not go back to that. I don't want to go back to those depths 
But I do know in life and in reality, it is always a possibility that one mistake, one false move will bring me right back to where I was at. Is it a fear of mine? No, because I've been there before. I just rather would not go there again. Fear controls. Fear creates negative energy. Stress. There is good stress and bad stress. Don't get me wrong. Distress. Let me just say that. Distress is that negative energy that consumes most of us. A lot of us are filled with regret for the mistakes we've made in the past. A lot of us aren't willing to accept that we made mistakes in the past and we continue to go forward. We continue to go forward and not look back. There's people that will tell you, don't look back, never look back. You got to keep pushing forward. And in a way, I agree, but in another way, I disagree because I've mentioned this earlier that our negative experiences, our negative experiences in a lot of cases shaped us into the type of person we are today. A lot of people have displayed growth and maturity because of our negativity. Some of us don't understand that we need that negative force. And some of us need to dwell within that negative force to understand what positivity really is, what positive energy is. You get what you give. You get what you give. Things happen. Shit happens, right? You hear people talk about that, right? Shit happens. Karma, to me, is a double-edged sword. We talk about karma in a lot of cases as a negative thing, but there's also positive. There's good karma as well as there's bad karma. Meaning, if you do something good for somebody and not planning to do it, you just do it naturally. For some of us, it comes natural. We see an older woman walking in front of us or walking behind us. We open the door for them. A small gesture like that can pay off in the long run. I believe that. Luck, on the other hand, is something that I do not believe. Everything happens for a reason. Coincidence, to me, is far and few. Coincidence is far and few. It really is up to us, and all of us are born within that gray. We're not black, we're not white. Within color, sure. I'm talking about within spirit and within energy, we're not. There is, I believe, um, I got less than 10 minutes, but I'm going to break this down quickly. I believe there is like generational curses, right? And it's, it's it can be hereditary because your mother and father didn't take care of themselves and they have diabetes. There's children who were born diabetic. Now, is that a death sentence? No. But you kind of live and you take the consequences of what your offspring brings. What your offspring brings throughout hereditary is something that you may get. If you have a father who's an alcoholic, then there's a good chance, not a huge chance, but there's a good chance that you may get hooked on alcohol as well. This is the curses that we get that is passed on to us from generation to generation. I feel that 
the energy that you put into it affects you the most though meaning my father was an alcoholic right my father was hooked on drugs I didn't know my father until I was 18 I didn't have ill will towards him until I met him at 18 because he came as I felt at the wrong time it was when I felt that I've had something figured out. I wasn't sure what it was, but I had something figured out. And then all of a sudden, this guy comes in, right? <laughs> and he's trying to tell me what I should do and what I shouldn't do. And I was very defiant because, rightfully so, because throughout the years, well, what were you doing? When you were my age, what were you doing? You see what I mean? But my energy turned the opposite way. And I just learned that I have been my own individual for so long. I can take advice from other people, but I'm the ultimate person who makes the decision at the end of the day. A person can hear this and be like, okay, this is some real shit. This is some deep shit. This is some true shit. But what are they going to do with it? What are you going to do with this information? And see, that's the question I leave for people. Because this here is the beginning of a transition. I began deleting um, old episodes of bullshit. I began focusing more on things that are important. And I feel that it is important to most people. And the things that are important to most people are some of the things that we reject and ignore. But it is what it is. I came up off of podcasting and off of doing live videos talking about relationships. Talking talking about why a lot of bitches today are shit. And do I take those things back? No, because number one, I still have that belief. But on the other end, that's not what this whole thing's about. That's not what the Red Pill Party podcast is all about. People will get misconstrued and people will get the game twisted because they hear Red Pill. They may see a lot of guys in the quote unquote manosphere. They have the same rhetoric. Now, don't get me wrong. I listen to a lot of Red Pill content creators. And my plan is to get back into YouTube. But I'm not going to be on no video this, video that thing. I'm better off with talking the way that I'm talking and bringing up a slideshow and bringing pictures and examples of what I'm talking about. That way, it's sort of the same formula that I use here. But, of course, with YouTube being the way YouTube is and how it's becoming, I'll have to tone a lot of my language down. And that's fine with me. You know, I can do podcast episodes without cussing, but if I want to cuss, fuck it. I can have constructive conversations with people without cussing. Um, I can present myself in a very professional manner, but at the same time, to reach the people that I plan on reaching, I have to put my own twist to it. I have to be myself, but at the same time, be a universal version of myself. You know what I'm saying? 
so the important the message the main premises and just the message of this podcast is guard your energy be careful of the people you are around be careful of what you talk about around people see these type of podcast episodes that I'm going to be doing in the future they're not going to be for everybody I still share them on my Facebook but I know that only a few people will listen let alone resonate with what I'm saying we all have different struggles, but there's similarities in all of our struggles. And if you don't take energy serious, you know, you may not be a spiritual person. You may be an atheist. I don't hate anybody, but I question those who are atheists. I have friends who are atheists, and we don't have these type of conversations because I know I'll lose them. And they'll lose me if they talk about they're their own God and they control their own destiny. I don't really follow that new age type shit. I just don't. But I learned to have conversations and I learned to have these discussions with different people. And what's funny is, before I end this, I want to make a point. You know, black folks, we tend to talk about unity a lot, but we don't display it. We just talk that shit. That's all we've been doing generation after generation. We've been talking that shit. But we really haven't spread any messages. And if we spread the message, a lot of our so-called brothers and sisters will not resonate with it. Don't be surprised if you get into this point and you get into this stage and you lose those people who happen to look like you. And you gain an audience of people who are completely opposite of you of appearance. Okay? I'm not a person of color. I don't put myself in that. I'm a person of thought. I know I'm black. But if I can resonate with someone who is not my race, then why should I be ashamed? I'm more ashamed of the other people who believe that we should all talk about the same shit. We should have the same vernacular when we talk about the same music and the same TV shows. And once a person steps outside of that and starts talking that real shit, we lose them. But at the same time, we gain other people who don't look like us, but we resonate via energy. Like I said, energy is a powerful thing. Be careful of what you put your energy to and be careful of other people's energy around you. All right. Jersey Judah, man. Dropping that red pill knowledge damn dropping that red pill knowledge that renegade red pill okay um i will be doing something soon it's very hard with this work schedule to really come up with interesting topics or if i do it's usually the nighttime but i'm able to be like a night out now and i'm able to sleep late and still wake up and have time to get ready to go to work but i'm trying to do something with this renegade red pill uh channel Will I be able to do it? Uh, We'll see. You know what I mean? Because it would would have to be going back. You know what I mean? Going back to YouTube and following the guidelines and finding slides and doing slideshows but still dropping knowledge. 
but I've done I've done it before. I can do it again. I feel that I'm in a better mindset to do it again. I feel that it's going to be more productive than what I've done before. But um, in the meantime and in between time, man, you know, this is uh, Jersey Judah. And this has been the Red Pill Party Podcast. In the meantime and in between time, you already know. I'm out. Peace.